0: Um, thank you, honey, for coming with me and bringing that. Thank you. Can you just give God thanks for my wife? Yeah. The Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing, and I can attest that's true. And, and She loves me well. She loves our kids well, but I'm just thankful she loves Jesus really well and, uh, because we all benefit from that, and we, our house benefits from that. There's a scripture in Psalm 62 and explain, I believe, what we just what we just experienced, Um, because one of the things the Lord told me as I spoke this morning, I really felt it when I said this, that the next wave of revival that God's bringing to this region is a powerful signs and wonders and miracles movement. And and I want to I want to sow the seeds for that today. uh, And maybe we'll see the first fruits of that today. But as we were singing in that atmosphere there, it was different. Wasn't it different than some of you have experienced? And and when I feel something different, I say, God, what is that? And then I heard the prophet say it. And I I knew what it was in my heart because I've been studying this one word. He said, we're gazing. And that's actually a specific prophetic act. It's different than seeing. And it's different than prophesying. There were actually prophets called the gazers in the Old Covenant. And they were the people who could gaze into the sanctuary of the Lord. And and David says it. He says, I have seen you in the sanctuary. And I've beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life. And this, this afternoon I was in my room just preparing. I asked the Lord what he wanted to do. And he reminded me how I prophesied signs and wonders and miracles. and and I, And I said, well Lord, how do you want to release that? And he said... If there's going to be signs and wonders and miracles, it needs to be accompanied by great boldness. And the only way that you can have boldness without craziness is love. So I, here's what I believe that the Lord's going to do today. He's, he's bringing such an atmosphere of His love that it opens up the atmosphere of heaven that we can go boldly before the throne. And as we go boldly before the throne, we come out with power and authority. So actually when David says, I have seen you, that's the word gazed. I have gazed Upon you in the sanctuary, the heavens were open. He gazed, and there were the gazers. That's really what the atmosphere was—was a gazing atmosphere. That's why you don't know what to do because you're not supposed to do anything, but just look and be be with him. And it's actually the, the language is this: "I've seen you. I've gazed at you in your sanctuary, and now I behold your power and your glory." So the power and the glory, which is the, if it was in Greek, it would be dunamis. It's the same word. It's the the unbelievable power of God, majesty of God, and the glory, the heavy weight, the kebab, the physical manifestation comes after we gaze. Here's what I believe that you're going to start to see in this region is is an absolute manifestation of the love of God accompanied with power and physical manifestations of His glory. ...that are going to come and freak some of you out... ...because I feel like in the past moves... ...there's been some stuff where the attention was on... ...the power and the glory, not on the sanctuary. But when we keep our gaze upon the sanctuary... ...then the power and the glory is released... ...without the dysfunction that sometimes comes... ...whenever we just gaze at the power and glory. And so, God, we want to see you... ...and we're going to gaze on you in your sanctuary... We want to behold your power and your glory and so I really felt like the Lord it wants to is this in the right spot it feels high to me yeah yeah I can see it and when I can see it it bothers me is that better is that okay for you George I know you he and I are both a little you know specific about what we want in life and so and so so tonight God's going to baptize you in his love so that you can gaze on his sanctuary in your everyday life you can stop and you'll be like it's the moment. That same moment, now you'll know what it looks like. You'll know what it feels like. Because it'll come on you, and it's a moment for you to stop and just be. Not do anything, just be. And gaze. And when you do, you come out of this with power and glory. That's what God's going to do. So here's what I am going to do. I want to just begin to release some some healing in the place. And then I believe the Lord's going to release the atmosphere of heaven. That's going to bring great great baptism of love tonight, boldness, and out of it you're going to walk in great power and glory. you with me? I just forth told where we're going. So I just said, this is what's going to happen. So I know it's going to happen because I just said it. <laughs> because God told me he's going, to, he's going to do it. So over on the left side, I feel like there's some specific, someone particularly that you have um, in your left ear a ringing uh, and it, about 25% hearing loss. Who's that? Who has that? Okay, that's you. And it was like a, was it a gunshot or loud, a loud noise? Uh, maybe it, maybe it. Oh, a disease that caused hearing loss in your left ear. And, and there's your, a ringing in the left ear as well. Okay. And so we're going to pray for that. Um, here's what I need. I need a, um, is there a, a jo- Joseph, 12, a, a teenager that's a Joseph here? Is there anybody named Joseph that's a, that's a young person or feels like a young person or wants to be a young person? I want to use children. I want to activate children tonight. All right, sir, stand to your feet still. In fact, come on up, sir. Okay, and is there, is there a Joseph here? somebody out of out Joseph that's near you? If they're near you? okay. I want a Joseph to come up and pray for this, specifically for a reason. So is, there, is somebody named Joseph right in the center section? Anyone named Joseph? You don't have to be 12. No one's named Joseph? Why don't you know? Why is there any Josephs here? Okay, sir, so you're going to come here? And I'm going to have Luke come. Can you help me out, Luke? All right, come on. Sir, can you come stand here? All right, so is there ringing right now? If we're quiet? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Okay, there's ringing. And so if I go like this, is there a difference between your right and your left ear? Um. There's a hear- is there a hearing loss in your, in in your left, left ear? Left, yeah. you, you know you've been diagnosed with a hearing loss. Yeah, so but the reason I'm doing this is saying if you can sense the difference or if you don't, it's okay if you don't. Okay, that's no problem. <laughs> okay, cuz uh, cuz if we tested afterwards, we wouldn't know there's a difference. I just want to be sure so they sound the same to you. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 cool. But you know there is a 25% hearing loss there. Oh,
1: I've actually got about it's the other way around, about 75% loss. Oh, you only have
0: 25% hearing in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So that was a dyslexic word of knowledge. <laughs> I just think of this stuff on my feet later on. I'm like, why did I think of that? So, so you have 75 percent hearing no, loss. Because okay. Of the,
1: the ringing, so I okay, I got you.
0: Okay. So, but you actually, but when I go like that, yeah, you don't sense it. a difference. Yeah. You don't. You don't sense any difference between the two ears. So, you, it's but you a, have. It's
1: a, it's a frequency, a middle frequency yeah. that I've lost. So the uh, are of are the you way. married?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot. <laughs> just, just, just Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> It's all good the holy spirit's good with jokes he's a comedian all right just kidding all right so you won't have an excuse anymore after you're healed <laughs> that was really what i wanted to say <laughs> that's what i meant to say honey sorry anyway just kidding can you put your hand on his ear is it okay if you put his hand here we're gonna pray. You're gonna pray with me can i see your microphone you have the hand up? yeah we're gonna pray together all right uh, just pray after me a little, okay in the name of jesus
1: in the name of Jesus,
0: I command this ear.
1: I command this ear. Be open. Be open.
0: Nerve, be healed.
1: Nerve, be healed.
0: Any deficiency, be healed.
1: Any deficiency any oh. deficiency.
0: That's a big word. I'm sorry. Um, I command this ear.
1: I command this ear
0: to hear completely.
1: To hear complete, completely. Ringing. Ringing. Go. Go.
0: Use your outside voice. Say go in Jesus name in Jesus name okay sir take your hand off, sir tell me where's the ringing now still there is there any change in it at all it's it's a higher pitch so it was like down here and it's a higher pitch what about the volume level of it is that is that different okay okay we're going to pray again okay we're going to pray alright we're going to go for this can you put your hand on his ear all right, in the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: Ear. Ear. Be healed. Be healed. Disease go. Disease go. Deafness go.
1: Deafness go.
0: Nerve be healed. Nerve be healed. Ringing. Ringing. I command you to go in Jesus' name.
1: I command you to go in Jesus' name.
0: And here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna count to three. You and I are gonna clap our hands. Ready? One, two, three. Bam. Okay, sir. So tell me what you, what's going on with your ear right now. <laughs> no. Oh, it feels pressure there. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's good. That's different, right? So you didn't have the pressure before. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's listen. Where's the ringing now? As to where it was. Is there any difference? It feels a bit of pressure now. Okay. So you don't have the ringing?
1: Um, it's, it's gone higher. Punch.
0: Even higher again? I <laughs> wonder what that means. <laughs> well, Lord, thank you that... that uh, It's going to go to a frequency so high that only dogs can hear it, so he doesn't have to hear it. (laughs) That's it. It's just going to a place where it's gone, going, 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 gone. So just put your hand over his ear, right? Over his ear, right? In the name of Jesus. He's smart.
1: In the name of Jesus. Ringing. Ringing.
0: Go. Go. Don't come back.
1: Don't come back.
0: Don't move.
1: Don't move.
0: Except out
1: except out in
0: Jesus name in
1: Jesus name Oh,
0: your ears really hot sir you don't have to say that <laughs> <laughs> it feels hot. well it feels hot it's like whoa it's, let me see something no your other ear is not hot that, Whoa, that ear is really hot okay so tell me what you feel now you do you hear do you hear Zareen gone yet
1: It's up there, so okay,
0: it's going out of here, it's going out of here. Um, If you have any, anybody that has any measure of hearing loss, just want you to stand to your feet, Uh, we're going to pray for hearing loss, okay, all right, and if you see someone near you standing, just, you're going to put your hand on them, so you can stand up next to them, you might want to even go ahead and just take a second, as we, and we'll have to do this kind of quietly, but just ask them what ear it's at, maybe even just test it real quick, and then after we pray, you're going to test it again. Okay, so just take a moment, just snap in their ear. Let them hear the sound of that snap. And then we're going to pray again. All right, when we pray, then you're going to test it again and see if it's any different. Ready? We're going to pray in Jesus' name. Let's pray together. In the name of Jesus, come on. Everybody in this place, come on. Outside voices, in Jesus' name. We release healing right now in Jesus' name. Ears be open in the name of Jesus. Deafness go. We command it right now in Jesus' name. Deafness go, in Jesus' name. Nerve damage go, in Jesus' name. Injuries be healed, in Jesus' name. George, can someone go stand with that girl right there? That girl right there? In Jesus' name. Ear be open now, in the name of Jesus. I'm going to count to three. And everyone in this place that's not praying for someone, we're going to clap our hands as an amen. In the name of Jesus, we command these ears to be healed and open. In Jesus' name. One, two, three. Okay. Check again now. Check again, just test it. If there's any difference in improvement from the time we prayed till after we prayed. If there's any difference, and, and if there's any difference, let everybody look at me that just got prayer. If, just wave your hand if there's any difference. Okay, there's one, there's two, there's two, there's three, this guy's done. There's four, five, yeah. Come on, Jesus. Keep going. Yes? Six? Yes. Come on, Lord. Yes. God, we just thank you. You're opening up. Yes, thank you, sir, for coming up. Everybody give Luke a big hand. Woo. Here's what's happening in Galilee. The deaf hear, right? So Lord, we just declare right now over this region, Lord, that, that the deaf will hear, that spiritually deaf will hear, that the prophetic will not be the result of the old covenant where, where God said to Isaiah that you, when you prophesy, their, eye, their ears will not hear. But it will be the result of Matthew 13 and the kingdom of God. Blessed are your ears. And blessed are the ears of Durban. Blessed are the ears of the hearers in Durban. The prophets are going to hear clearly. And the, and the lost are going to hear clearly. And the deaf are going to hear in the natural. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give God another clap. Amen. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, um, also here on the, the left side, there's someone, you have a, uh, a pinched nerve, and it's, I kind of see it like kind of like near your right shoulder blade, but it's up higher, and uh, sometimes it gives you a little numbness in your hand. Who's that? Okay, is that you, ma'am? Okay, stand to your feet, and uh, one of you girls want to help me out? Who wants to help me out? Okay, you can help with hope, the hope girl. Okay, why don't you help me out, go, go pray for this lady. Okay, we're going to pray. Oh, can you come up, ma'am? We're going to do it right here. Alright, so is it kind of up high Your right shoulder blade Tell me where it's at When you come up point Because I want to see if it's where I thought it was It helps me out between there and there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right Is it sometimes come at numb at nighttime? No, numb. night time? Uh, numb, you get it numb at night time Okay Alright, we're going to pray for her Can you come over this shi- side Just put it on kind of her back shoulder area Is there any pain in it or lack of motion right now? Um, like if you moved it Would you feel anything that's part of that pinched nerve? Right now you could feel the pinched nerve Or what, tell me Okay, can you just move it and try to feel the pain so we know where you, if you feel it? You do feel it then. Okay, what's your first name again? Gemma, Gemma that's right. We prayed, we prayed for you today. All right, this is cool, Gemma. She, you're my assistant now. All right, we're going to pray, Gemma. You ready? Do you need my help or you want to do it by yourself? You want my help? Okay. In the name of Jesus. In
1: the name of Jesus.
0: I command this back.
1: I command this back.
0: This shoulder. This shoulder. This nerve. This nerve. Be loosed. Be loosed. In Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus'
0: name. You feel that, man? It should be like a warmth. In Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus'
0: name. Shoulder be healed.
1: Shoulder be healed.
0: Back be loosed.
1: Back be loosed.
0: In Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus' name.
0: Okay, man, move your arm. You couldn't. You cou- she I said, couldn't "What?" Do, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do it at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is there any pain left?
1: Nothing.
0: There's no pain left. It's not really. Not N- there's no pain left. That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yes, you. give her a high five. Good job. All right. So, both shoulders. Any rotator cuff shoulders? Any shoulder problems? Just stand to your feet right now. Let's just go after this. Oh, yeah, we're happy now, aren't we? Yeah, we're good. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Okay, see someone around you standing? Hey, kids, just jump on them, all right? If you can find someone to go pray for, I want the kids to get in there and pray. All right? Test your, test your shoulder now to see where it's at, and then we're going to pray, okay? So as soon as we pray, you're going to test them to, Put your, do me a favor, if, if, you're, if someone's not praying for you, just, just look, grab somebody's attention. So put your, put your other arm up that's not hurting you, so we know we can see you. But as soon as someone's praying for you, get next to them. Let's pray. Everybody, let's use our outside voices. In Jesus' name, right now, we thank you for healing. We command shoulders to be loosed. In Jesus' name. Nerves, be loosed. Muscles, be healed. In Jesus' name. Rotator cuffs, be mended. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I'm going to go for myself here, too. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We release the kingdom of God, the government that's on your shoulders. We release it now in Jesus' name. Every bit of pain, go. We're going to count to three, and we're going to clap our hands as an amen. We command shoulders to be healed, backs to be loose, nerves to be loose, muscles to be healed. Every bit of pain, go. In Jesus' name, one, two, three. Okay, check it out. Move your shoulder. See, if the pain is less or gone, wave an arm at me. Let me see. Over your head, wave your arm. Done. Yes, one. Anyone else? Two. Yeah. Anybody else? Wave both hands so I know you're waving both. Okay. Three. Anybody else? Sir, where are you at? Still a little bit? You're good? Wave both hands so we see it. Oh, you're like halfway. Good. All right, that's fine. That's three and a half. All right. Father, we just release this right now in Jesus' name. We declare right now, Lord, that you're pairing. And I'm just going to declare this. This is about the apostolic. Being renewed and refreshed in this area. The government is on his shoulders. And there's been a tear in the apostolic relationships. And God is restoring and repairing the understanding and the, and the, and the uh, release of the apostolic in this area. And I know you don't know what that means. But I know what it means. And, the, and the, the atmosphere knows what it means. Is that God is bringing true leadership in the area that will empower and lift people up. Not hold them down. The shoulders will lift people up. The shoulders will lift people up. So God, we just declare right now, you're healing the shoulder of Durban. You're healing the atmosphere of Durban. The kingdom of God is coming. Their leaders will lift people up and empower them. And leaders that were wounded because they tried to lift in the wrong way are going to be healed in Jesus' name. Come on, give God a shout for that. Amen? Good. All right. Cool. All right, you can be seated. Thank you. This is awesome. It's Healing's still going, so if you're still working on your shoulders, it's, don't worry. It's done deal. It's, I dare you not to get healed in this atmosphere. That's all I'm saying. So I dare you not to. So this is good. Just keep it going. I love it. It's divine chaos. Love it. All right, so right in the center section, um, and you're probably about three-quarters of the way back in the middle there, uh, I saw someone that's just having like a shortness of breath, heart palpitations, particularly at night uh who's that so we gonna you just stand to your feet so i can see you okay sir sure, stand to your feet um and i also have this and i don't it may be alongside of this i'll call it out in just a second uh, can you come on help, help us out and i don't know if you have that like now at this moment or if that's just uh occasionally occasionally okay we're still gonna pray for you who wants to pray over here you want to pray all right come on all right god here we go are you cool or what you're cool what yeah you're cool all right so just bless him he said it's occasionally uh anyone having just a a restriction in their breathing right at this moment that's in the center section anybody that has that okay we're gonna pray for that because i feel like there's two things associated with someone uh that maybe have a like a a copd has a machine you breathe on at night and secondly is that you ma'am okay but you're not are you having shortness of breath now at this moment okay but you do have that machine okay come on up one of your kids one of you girls can help us with her. And uh, and someone else, I felt like it's associated the heart palpitations even with like a, a, a pacemaker. Uh, so anyone that has an issue with a pacemaker, that's in that center section. No? No pacemaker. Uh, you raise your hand over here for something. What was that? The breathing. Is it, you having it right now at this moment? Okay, we are going to pray for that in generally. So you place your hand on her. Place your hand on him. We're just going to need to pray for this. Um, just, just pray out loud with me, they'll hear you and we can't test this because they said it's occasional so let's just pray, lift a hand toward them, let's pray together if you have any breathing problems in your body at all lungs, uh, asthma, those kind of things stand to your feet and we're going to bless you too, so anyone around you see uh, standing around you, we're just going to do this we're going to go for this, uh, release it we won't look for a, a test or the results of it right now, put a hand on someone around you let's pray in Jesus name, come on let's pray Go. let's go for it, Jesus thank you for healing in Jesus name we speak right now to the breath in Jesus' name. We prophesy to the wind to come into their lungs in Jesus' name. We command asthma to go, COPD to go. We command right now in Jesus' name. Right now, sleep apnea, go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, God, I thank you right now. Spirit of fear over the breath, go in Jesus' name. God, I thank you in Jesus' name. And I bless him right now in the name of Jesus. And I take away this anxiety. We just say perfect love casts out all fear. No more shortness of breath. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Lord, let your breath go over this region. We just declare a fresh wind blowing into this region. We say the Spirit's going to blow in churches that have not had the Spirit before, evangelical churches, uh, mainline churches. Uh, government catholic or anglican churches historical church the wind is going to blow over this region there's a huge massive visitation of god coming even into the the indian population culture churches there's a major revival of a a spiritual wind going to blow through every culture god we thank you for the breath of god in jesus name everybody give a shout amen yeah bless you guys you can be seated you see what I'm doing here? These are words of knowledge that I have, but I believe they have something to do with the region as well. And so just aligning some things. Okay, over here on the right side, this is kind of specific, but I felt like it was somebody with your right hip. And it's kind of more to the front of your right hip kind of here. Who's that? Um, you have an issue with the, the right hip and it affects it. Okay, is that you, ma'am? Is it, is it, is it kind of to the front? Am I right with that? Okay. So I don't know what that's connected to. It, it feels like it's more uh, the connective tissue that's in there. Is there a lot of pain there now? You have the experience? Could you come up and have our specialists pray for you here? We have some experts. Okay, you guys are experts in hip. Okay, these are our hip replacement experts. And so, you know what's cool about that? You tell your kids that healing is real and you never let them experience it. They'll never believe it. But if they see it and experience it, they'll never doubt it, which is good. So we're actually sowing a seed. We're inoculating them against unbelief later on. So that's what we're doing. We're giving them the inoculation for unbelief. So it's your right hip. And on a scale from 1 to 10, where would you say the pain is? 1 being the least, 10 being the most. At the moment. About a 3. About a 3. So she's got about a 3 pain in her hip. Can you do me a favor? What's your name, buddy? Hi, Luke. It's a good name. It's a popular name tonight. Can you just uh, take her hand? Is it okay if he takes your hand? And we're gonna pray together for her, okay? Say this with me in the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of Jesus.
0: I command this hip.
1: I command this hip.
0: To be loosed.
1: To be loosed. Pain go. Pain go.
0: Muscles be loosed.
1: Muscles be loosed.
0: Hip be restored.
1: Hip be restored.
0: In Jesus' name.
1: In Jesus' name. And
0: this is what we're gonna do, Luke, on the count of three. You and I are gonna stomp our right foot. Are you ready? One, two, three. Boom. That's awesome. You did good. All right, ma'am, tell me if there's any change in your hip. Just move your hip. And tell me, the pain was at a three. Where is it now? Don't be nice to me. Where is it now? <laughs> That's nothing. Oh, there's nothing there. That's cool. <laughs> can, you, can, you, can you give her a hug? Can you give her a five? Give her a hug. Good job. All right. Awesome. So um, anybody has a, a, a hip problem, pelvis problem, anything within your uh, your hip, stand to your feet. Okay, so we're gonna do. Arthritis is gonna get crushed right now. All of like some of you just getting healed as soon as you stand. Some of you getting healed before we pray Some of you got healed before I even said it. Some of you, just it's all it's all good. So right now in Jesus' name, take note to where your pain was before. Let's go. You guys know the deal. Get on it. Let's pray. This isn't a spectator sport anymore. <laughs> we had that great commissioning from the prophet yesterday morning. It's time for us to get in the game here somebody pray for peter over there you got him all right jesus we thank you right now in jesus name brand new hips all over this place in the name of jesus we just right now in jesus name declare right now pain go arthritis go in jesus name backs be healed hips be healed loose pelvises be realigned now someone um that's had an issue with childbirth and it threw your pelvis out totally being healed right now in jesus name that's you okay jesus name right now in jesus name one, two, three, clap your hands, boom, Jesus' name. All right, check your hips, tell me if the pain has, has changed, diminished from the time we prayed to the time after we prayed, lift, stand up, lift your hands so I can see. Anybody, raise your hand so I can see. There's one, two, three, anybody, how's, how about over here, change? Ma'am, how's your, any change? You got three, four, some of you are just like, I'm sitting down anyway, okay, that's good, yes, so you, you become so prophetic, you know what's going to happen next, Okay. But here's really what this is, is a sign of. This is really, you know, with Jacob, he, he moved from an old season to a new season. And, and when he got his blessing, he got blessed by God in a new name. But he walked with a limp the rest of his life. His hip was out of place. And here's what I believe. You guys are going to go into your new season without a limp. You're going to go into your new season without a limp. Some of you have, have wrestled this lat, through this last season. How many can say amen to that? I'm saying amen. I'm not going in without a limp. I'm, I'm not going in with a limp. I'm going in with, a, with no limp and with a new name. Amen? So that's, that's a good thing. And I didn't actually, you know, have meet, thought when I wrote these down, I didn't really know that they had really any, uh, any significance to them. I just wrote words of knowledge down. But over here as well, um, on, the, on the right side... Uh, someone with the, with the right knee problem. In fact, I feel like you may even need a knee replacement. Do you need a knee replacement? You're being told you need one. Right, obviously you're not confessing it by faith. And sir, have you been told you need a knee replacement? Has it been replaced yet? No. And you've been told you need one. Okay, sir, come on forward. We're going to pray for that. All right. Ma'am, you can come on up too as well. I felt you were in the right... Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Hey. There's no limit. Everybody can get in the game. You guys can have fun. That's sure. we got two targets, so pick a target. How about do the boys over on this nice gentleman here? The girls over and this nice lady over here? Okay, we're just going to pray gently now. I know you're excited, so be, but still be gentle, okay? So we're just going to declare. Join us. You guys join to just agree with these kids right now in Jesus' name, all right? You guys pray with me. Ready? In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We command these knees. I like it better the way they say it. We come on these knees. We
1: come on these knees. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Pain go. Pain go.
0: Cartilage be restored.
1: Cartilage be restored.
0: Knee be completely whole. Knee
1: be completely whole.
0: In Jesus' name. In
1: Jesus' name.
0: Woo. Well, that was pretty good. You guys are powerful. That's good. All right. All right, we'll give him a second. Give him a second. Let God work on him. Ma'am, can you just pick up your knee and tell me if there's any change from the time before we prayed to now? You needed two of them? There, or could you move both? Did you just need the one? You just... Oh, you're comparing. Perfect. Okay, that's fine. What do you think? It's much better. Is there any pain at all left? Okay, a little in the back. And why did they say you needed it replaced? Did they say old injury, and arthritis, and it's just started diminishing. So what percentage would you say the pain is less from before we prayed to after we prayed? 50% less pain, and she needed a knee replacement. Okay. You guys want to pray again? Want to go for 100%? Okay. I'm going to hold out the mic, and you guys say it. Ready? In the name of Jesus. In
1: the name of Jesus.
0: Knee. Knee. Be healed.
1: Be healed. 100%. 100%. In Jesus' name.
0: In Jesus' name. Okay. Man, check it out. <laughs> I'm getting all happy up here. This is good. Is there any pain left? Is there any difference? First of all. Can we step up for a second? I want you to step up with that knee on this and you'll, you'll know. You'll step up here. In Jesus' name. How is that? It's fine. No pain? No, no weakness? Woo, that's pretty good. That's good. Try it again. Could you do that before without pain? without pain? Not without pain. She's good without pain. Bless you. Look at that. Now you got a target for love. Sir, how you doing? Hundred percent. You're good. Yeah. Wow. Did you see how he walked up? Did you see how? Did you see how he walked up? Can you show us? Can you show us how you walk back now? Yeah. That's good. Come on, give God a shout. That's so good. <laughs> All right. So tonight, tonight, God is—he's commissioning the hearers to hear. He's commissioning the, the the apostolic leaders to empower people. He's commissioning those that are that with the breath of God to to bring the to bring the, the, the kingdom into places that haven't had into into the traditional churches, and he's sending in here a new season without a limp, and he's restoring intercession. This is going to, there's, there's, I really believe there's a new level of, of spiritual warfare that we're going to do from a place uh, of not being wounded, a happy intercession, a, a joyful intercession. Because I believe that one of the, uh, the uh, divine righteous gifts uh, of South Africa is warriors. Uh, spiritual warriors, and, and I believe spiritual warfare has always been strong here. But I believe it's it, there's a new dimension that's coming, and a new generation that's coming. And there's going to be happy warriors, joyful warriors that God's going to raise up. Not that those last season wasn't happy. I'm just saying it's 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 going, to, it's going to crush witchcraft over a generation. It's literally going to crush witchcraft over a generation. And you're gonna you're gonna have some you're gonna have witches in this next move of revival. Witches saved. They're going to, come to cur- they're going to come to curse you, and they're going to end up being blessed and, and end up being saved. They're going to t- you're going to turn your enemies into your friends because the Bible says, when a man's ways please the Lord, even his enemies are at peace with him. So, so you're, not going to, you're not going to curse witches and kill them. You're going to bless them and save them. Amen? It's a new way of doing warfare. Turning your enemies into your friends. That way you don't have any enemies, so you don't have any battles. <laughs> I like that. Although the devil's not my friend, so I don't want to make him my friend. I just want him out of here. So that's, but, but people aren't my enemies. They're just not my, they're not my enemies. They're my friends. They just don't know it yet <laughs> that, they, that they are. Okay, the last thing, and I feel like there's five people with this, starting on the right side, but, but um, real problems with TMJ... Uh, which produces migraine headaches. I feel like there's at least five people here. If that's you, just stand to your feet where you're at. Over the, I don't, I'm not saying they're all on the right, but we started on the right. There's three. Is there two more? It's like I feel like I'm out of auction. Two more. Oh, yeah, there's four. Okay. Is there one more you have a problem with your jaw, maybe clenching at night, wake up with a headache? Maybe you didn't realize. Oh, one, two, three, four, five. I do have five. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so, so, kids, why don't you just go pray? And go for that back there since nobody else is going to be allowed to pray When once these kids are fired up. They're like, no, we got this. We got this. So, all right, let's just lift up our voices together. Father, right now in Jesus' name, we command jaws to be loosed in Jesus' name. We command this pain out of jaws, migraines, go in Jesus' name. Father right now, in the name of Jesus, we command every bit of pain in Jesus' name. Thank you for loosing the jaws. Isn't it cool that every single one of them is women? God's given women back their voice without pain. Isn't that good? Sweet. In Jesus' name. We just loosen now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Give God a shout. Amen? All right. Good job. All right. Give these kids a hand. They did a great job. They did a great job. All right. Let me give you back your microphone. Awesome. Somehow I feel like when you give the kids their name, empower those kids? Forget it, it's all over, game over. Alright, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'll just talk to you for the next couple minutes about the three keys to the supernatural that God wants to release to you. Um, there's actually one big key that's got two, that opens up three locks, but it, we're going to simply talk about it briefly and just release this to you. And tonight, um, there was a song we sang about the love of God earlier, the real upbeat one. What was that song? I'd never heard that before. What's the name of that song? I've never heard that song. Maybe think about doing that at the end if the worship team, are they still here? It would be great. I think there's an awakening of love that's going to release power uh, and and miracles and signs and wonders. because. like we just read about David, I've seen him in the sanctuary, beheld his power and his glory, his love is better than life. That's, that's what's going to be played out uh, here. So Paul, you know what First Corinthians 13 is, it's kind of the hallmark card, the greeting card, the love Valentine's Day card of the, of the Bible, written by a guy who never had a date, I love that. I don't know if it's true. But a lot of commentators say Paul was a short, chubby, ugly guy. I don't believe that's true. I think he was just a guy who was just so in love with Jesus that he didn't just he didn't care about getting married. So, but but they say that he was just a you know not a very per- great person to look at. I think Paul. Probably could have had any girl he wanted if he could write like this through the Holy Spirit's power. (laughs) Which means maybe you just need to get anointed to get a wife. Maybe that's it. So he has this beautiful Hallmark card, this beautiful love story of card. He never really experienced human love. in the the experience of that emotional connection that we know of. He doesn't talk about it. He didn't get married naturally. So it just shows you the power of the Holy Spirit to teach you love supernaturally that you never experienced naturally in your life. So, which means I'm not limited by my natural experiences to have supernatural impartation of the love of God. Because, really, to order to love someone, we have to be loved first. And that love comes from God. Even to love God, you have to be loved first. So, like, you can't give Him love. He gives you love, and then you give it back to Him. And so, First Corinthians 13, Paul's writing about uh, love, we, so, we, so we believe. And then First Corinthians 14, he starts to talk about spiritual gifts. And at first it seems like he's changed topics, but really he's not. He's actually just talking about the supernatural the whole time. Because he's talking about what the supernatural isn't. He's, you prophesy, and if you don't have love, it's nothing. You can do miracles, but if you don't have love, it's nothing. So he's actually talking about what the supernatural Christian life looks like. It's just that he's putting it within the context of not love and love. And then he writes in, in First Corinthians 14 about what the supernatural lifestyle looks like. And it looks like he changes topics, but he doesn't. So what we're going to do is we're going to read 1 Corinthians thirteen thirteen right into 1 Corinthians 14, 1, straight together to get the context of really what Paul's talking about. So he says, 1 Corinthians thirteen thirteen. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love, follow the way of love, and eagerly desire spiritual gifts, especially prophecy. Let me read that again. Very simple. And now these three remain. Faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. Hope. Say hope. hope. And love. Love. And the greatest of these is love. Follow the way of love. He didn't say follow the way of hope. He didn't say follow the way of faith. He said follow the way of love. And eagerly desire spiritual gifts. That word's a very strong word. Eagerly desire. It's very close to the word covet. And the Bible tells us we're not supposed to covet anything. However, here he says you should covet spiritual gifts. You should desire them, go after them. I grew up in church and in the spirit filled church I grew up in, I heard things like this. I know the heart was wasn't exactly what, what I what I eventually interpreted it as, but have you ever heard this? Don't seek the gifts, seek the giver. Have you ever heard that before? And I, and I heard that, it made me think, wow, I'm not, I'm not supposed to ask for spiritual gifts. I'm just supposed to say, oh God, all I need is you, I don't need anything else, and I don't, I don't need any money, and I don't need any, you know, gifts of the spirit or power, and I don't need any ministry. And it's, what it is, Is it's the right message, but the wrong application. And so what Paul is actually saying is, seek the giver and the gifts, it's all, it's very inclusive his language is very inclusive in fact not only that he says eagerly desire and if it's covet the to in order to covet something it means that you have to not have it and you need to see it in someone else because if you don't if you don't if you have it you won't covet it and if if it, if, it, if the la- so the lack of it actually causes you creates the desire for you to have it but what actually creates the the will for you to have it is that you see it in someone else so it's not the coveting like man my friend just got a BMW 5 series black on black I covet his car I want to take it from his garage put it into my garage so he doesn't have it anymore that's coveting that makes me want him to diminish so that I can so I can increase but but here's what he says when he says eagerly desire. My friend just got a, a BMW 5 Series, black on black, with navigation. <laughs> X-Drive, because it has to be four-wheel drive. I live in New England where there's snow. We're getting a foot of snow, okay? So, this, t- tonight, and I'm not there. Thank you, Jesus, for Durban. And so, <laughs> so I, I love the fact that my, he has it. I bless him. I, I hope he enjoys his car. But because he has one, that means I can have one, too. Because there's enough BMW 5 Series, black-on-black with navigation, X-Drive. There's enough of those around to go around to all of us. And and I have a father who can afford to give all of his kids BMW 5 Series, black-on-black with navigation, right? Although that's just, that's my low-level car. What I really want is a Maserati. <laughs> you have to have, you have to have things you desire. Then you have to have things by faith you desire. Like. Like, I like Rolexes, but really what I like is Philippe uh, Patak. I really, uh, there's a certain watch that, that I like. It's a, no, it's an Audemars Piguet Oil Ro- uh, o- Royal Oak Yachting Watch. Why do I desire it? Because I saw it in a magazine and it's $50,000. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, would I wear that watch? I'd be afraid to wear it. But it's like, it's one of those things like, that would be a mindset thing that would totally shift things. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Now things don't, things don't excite me, but what happens is, is whenever we see things that seem out of reach, it actually, we can apply that to the spiritual. Because Jesus said, if you're faithful with natural wealth, you'll be you'll be given spiritual wealth. So sometimes we talk about natural things and you think I'm just talking about coveting things. I'm not, I'm actually applying it. Because you know what it is to see, see a car drive by and say, oh, that would be cool to have a car like that. Well, God wants you to be able to see something demonstrated somewhere else and say, oh, I don't have that. Like to watch a little kid pray for someone and see them healed and say, oh, I haven't done that before. And that should make you say, I want that too. And then you say, I eagerly desire that. I covet that, right? And so eagerly desire spiritual gifts. And then I love what Paul says next, especially prophecy. Everybody say, especially prophecy. Wow. Why is that? Because it's the best. <laughs> That's what I tell all my friends that only do healing. I'm like, well, you know, you can, healing's good, but prophecy's the best. You have a good job, but I have an especially good job. (laughs) Okay, it doesn't mean that, but I like to think it means that. Well, I think what it means is that this is actually prophecy, actually demonstrates who God is, because that's how He created the world. So whenever, it's a right for all of us as sons and daughters. So you should really want it, because really, it's through His Word that He brings healing. So the spirit of prophecy releases a lot of things. But I actually joke around with my friends that just do healing. You know, healing's easy. It's kind of like... You know, a doctor that delivers babies. You have to do a lot of preparation. But the moment you just walk in and say, catch, push, right? <laughs> it's a boy. So I think healing is fun because it is, it is kind of like delivering a baby. It's a shoulder. <laughs> it's a hip. But prophecy is more like raising teenagers. Anybody ever raised teenagers before? It's a process. <laughs> it's sort of like this. I look at you and I give you all the wisdom and revelation I have. You look at me like I'm an idiot. (laughs) But two years later, you come back and say, you're a genius. Everything you said is true. (laughs) Raising teenagers. All right? (laughs) The older you get, the smarter your parents get. You ever hear that one? And so, especially prophecy. But the point of this here is all of these spiritual gifts are actually built out of one foundation. Follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. But Paul does say there's three parts to these these, uh, these keys. And this is really what I just want to release to you and give to you tonight. These three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So let's start with love. What is love? Well, love is just who God is, it's his heart, it's who he is. And I think I said it this morning. There's a lot of people who share with you what's on their mind. Not a people, not a lot of people will share with you what's on their heart. And it, it sounds smart when I say it, but it sounded smarter when the Holy Spirit said it to me. And I was sitting on my back porch one day, and I was saying to the Lord, I just want to hear you more clearly. And I, I have to say, I probably say that to him every week at one point or another. I just want to hear you more clearly. I'm just so hungry to hear your voice. And, and he said, Bob, there's a lot of people that want to know what's on my mind, but I want you to ask me what's on my heart. And I said, well, what's what's the difference? He said, People freely share with you what's on their mind. So people give you a piece of their mind. They'll tell you what they're thinking. They'll tell you what they believe. But what's deep down in your heart, you only share with those that are closest to you. You know, the Bible says God shares his secrets with his servants, the prophets. Have you heard that verse before? And a lot of times we take that, that scripture and we say, man, I would love to be a prophet because God will share a secret with me. But really, if you watch, there's the two things. There's the mind of God and then there's the heart of God. He shares his secrets with his servants. Stop right there. Then he calls them prophets, but they became prophets because they were servants. So the level at which I'm willing to serve people is the level at which I'll be able to access the heart of God for people. So servanthood is it's, it's the key foundation for all. You know, like Julian talked about our journey, which he knows by the spirit, kind of our journey. But everybody has their journey. And, and, and your journey is always, always includes servanthood, uh, either volunteer servanthood or for slavitude, one or the other is your choice. <laughs> and you, and it, you actually could be treated like a slave, but if you position your heart as a servant, you're not a slave, because no one can make you a slave. If you, if, even if they treated you as a slave at one point, people that were supposed to treat you as sons, they treated you as slaves, you just say, no, I'm a servant. You can't make me a slave. I, so I choose to serve you. No, I force you to serve. No, I choose. It's okay. I choose. what's great about that is the level at which I'm willing to go into a nation and serve the nation is the level at which God will reveal the secrets of his heart for that nation to me and so yes I do believe in prophets I believe it's important to know when you're called to be a prophet Uh, but I also believe there's a while there's an individual version of this there's a corporate version of this and that is God wants all of his people to be prophets and he wants all of his people to be prophets then he wants all of us to be servants and I believe if you serve your, your employer, God will speak to you for your employer. If you serve your spouse, God will speak to you for your spouse. Or maybe just speak to your spouse for you. God, if you serve your city, God will speak to you for your city. And so, so love allows us to access the heart of God. Say that with me. Love allows me to access the heart of God. This is why it's the foundation for everything. Why? Because perfect love drives out all fear. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. All flows out of a heart of love. Now, these three remain faith, hope, and love. So love is the foundation. But out of love, then, it produces something called hope. And hope, the Bible says, is not something that you can see. Corinthians says, hope that is seen is not hope at all. Which means that hope is... Isn't something that's visually in front of me. It's something that needs to be produced through through the heart of God. So I get the heart of God. Now hope allows me to access the intentions of God. Love allows me to know how God feels. Hope allows me to know what God wants to do, what he wants to what he wants to accomplish. It allows me to see his intentions. Some of you may have heard this story because I've been here so many times. I may have told this story, but my first trip to Australia, I experienced what this was. God taught me these three things in one place, in one example. There's a girl that came forward at the end of a three-day conference for prayer on a Sunday morning. Here was her story. She was 21 years old. Her parents were next to her, and she had gone through a plate glass window when she was four years old. She had a a thick scar in her wrist, and her hand because of the accident, from the time she was four years old, healed like this, she couldn't open it at all. It was just like this, stuck in this position. and so she just asked me to pray, and, and so I prayed, because that's what we do. We pray the prayer of faith. And so what is the prayer of faith? You just have to have a little faith to speak to the mountain, tell it to be moved. So I spoke to the mountain to tell it to be moved. And I spoke to the hand, I spoke to the wrist, I spoke to the tendons, just like you guys did. I command this wrist to be healed. I command these muscles to be loose. I command this hand to be open in Jesus' name. I took my hand off, and I said, now open your hand by faith. She couldn't do anything. She said, I can't. And what do you do when you pray, and what you expect to happen doesn't happen? You pray again, right? And so, I went to pray again. And sometimes when we pray a second time, and we prayed a second time a couple times here, didn't we? But you notice we didn't pray any different the second time than we did the first time. I mean, we did some fun stuff like stomp our feet, clap our hands. That was more just to keep it lively for us because the stomping doesn't heal, but it's the faith that heals. But I still like to do fun stuff anyway because it's just fun. And so sometimes when we pray the second time, we think we've got to pray a little harder. You know, Jesus didn't hear us, so we put a little Jesus juice on the prayer. You know what I'm saying? By Jesus juice. In the name of Jesus. Ah, That's Jesus juice. Anybody grow up in a real Pentecostal church where they put vowels after everything? In the name of Jesus, ah, I command you to be healed. That is Jesus juice. That's some serious Jesus, Pentecostal Jesus juice. That's better than Nando's hot sauce. Only slightly better because there's not much better than Nando's hot sauce. Let me just say, except for maybe mango habanero, buffalo wild wings. If you ever come to the States, you have to try that. Buffalo Wild Wings, Mango Habanero. Oh, makes me want to speak in tongues right now. <laughs> I feel it. I feel the spirit right now. <laughs> That's my go-to place after revival. <laughs> Whew, hungry for some nanos now. All right, Nando's, we're coming. All right, so now there's faith, hope. Everybody say hope. Hope is accessing the intentions of God. So this time I went to pray, and I was actually going to pray softer. Because my second time, I usually just like to pray softer. Because that increases my faith to pray softer. So I put my hand on her wrist. Before I could start to pray, I saw a picture. You know, everybody sees pictures differently. Sometimes I see pictures inside my head. Sometimes I see pictures outside. This time I saw it kind of like a cartoon thought bubble. I saw this thought bubble. And in this thought bubble, she was... And in, in this thought bubble, she was playing the piano. And she, this girl that I was praying for that had this uh, wilted hand, she was playing the piano with two hands, perfectly healed. And in this thought bubble, this picture, she was singing a song that she wrote. And I was seeing her. It was like I was seeing what God intended to have happen in heaven. I believe I was gazing. I believe I was actually gazing in the sanctuary of the Lord, seeing her in the sanctuary of the Lord, and, and, and beholding God's power and His glory on her. I believe that's what I was seeing. I really believe, and that was a picture of hope, because I believe where hope comes from is heaven. Hope comes from gazing on his sanctuary. And when you gaze in his sanctuary, then you see, that word see is the ra, is actually the word for the prophet, seer. You'll, You'll see prophetically his power and glory, what he intends to do. So love allows me to access the heart of God, and what I was actually seeing was hope. I was actually, this is exactly how I learned what hope was, and God said, that's hope. Hope is seeing the unseen. Because hope that is seen is not hope at all. But now, I, now my faith has the ability to bring what's unseen into the seen realm. Why? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. So this is what's not seen and this is what's hoped for. And my faith can now grab hold of it and bring it into the natural realm. And so now I see it, right? Love allows me to access the heart of God. Hope allows me to access the intentions of God. And faith, now I pray... What do I pray now? In Jesus' name, I command this hand to be healed. Father, thank you for two brand new piano hands and new songs to be written to glorify your name. In Jesus' name, take my hand off. And her hand opened up completely, just like that. Very cool. Still still one of the coolest miracles I saw, only because I understood the process. Now, what I love about it is that God, he allows us to experience... His power and His glory. And when we, what we see and we experience His power and His glory in the natural, it's reproducible. What I just taught you is re- completely reproducible. It's not a principle. It's not a how-to. It's, it's just heaven's way of bringing heaven to earth. It's somebody that can access the heart of God, that can access the hope and the intentions of God, and has the faith to pull it from the unseen into the seen realm. Love allows you to access the heart of God. Hope allows you to access the intentions of God and faith allows you to access the power of God. And these three remain, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Why? Because it's the foundation for which hope is built on and hope is what's necessary for faith to be attached to it. And when that happens, what we do is what we desire comes to us. So now I can truly desire what God hopes for me to have. Because I'm now functioning from a place of love, and so I can truly desire. When I see these kids operate this way, I say, "Wow, I want, I want that." Because I see the heart of God and the love of God, and how God loves people and He loves to heal people. Now I can, now I can have an expectation that God wants to use me this way. But faith. What's faith? Faith is when you leave here and you find someone else that has something that you was prayed for tonight, and you you go and pray for them. Faith brings it into the natural. Faith actually activates it and goes after it. God creates the desire and the passion by showing you His love, and He creates the expectation by giving you hope. But you're the one who has to fan the flame, the gift of God that's in you through the laying on of His hands. Right? What did Paul say to Timothy? Paul said to Timothy. I saw the faith that was demonstrated in your grandmother and your mother. One of them was Eunice, one of them was some, Lois. I don't know which one was which one. But anyway, he was saying there's generational faith in your family. For this reason, I remind you. Isn't that cool? He he connects, he connects what the new thing that he wants to release to the faith that was in the previous generation. For this reason, I remind you of your responsibility. Fan in the flame the gift of God that's in you through the laying on of my hands. What does that mean? It means that God can initiate something in you, but you are the only one that can establish it, right? And so these kids have something initiated, they can go and establish it in their life, and you can establish what was initiated in that. You can establish what was initiated tonight, so you have to choose to go out and fan and deflame the gift of God that's in you. That's been placed in you, what's been initiated in you through the love of God and the hope of God. Now you have to go out by faith and fan it into flame. What does that look like? It means that Monday morning when you go to work and you see someone go, you go, oh, I feel the love of God. I feel the heart of God. What is God going to do? He wants to heal them. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to pray for them. Boom. What happens right there? You just fan it into flame. You just fan it into flame. I love what Peter was telling me, how he went out to the out to the pier and out to the, to the beach, and he was just laying hands on the sea. He's a fireman. He's a fireball of, of, of evangelism, power evangelism. I guess prophesied over me yesterday, power evangelism, prophetic evangelism, and he said, I don't know what that means, but I go out to the beach and I pray for people. And I'm like, yes! He doesn't even know the terminology. He's doing it. I love this. I love that we're so far beyond, like even my, what I thought was new religious terminology is obsolete. That's how fast this thing is moving, and I love it. You encouraged me with your story, Peter. Thank you very much for sharing what you do out of God's heart and God's love. And so, God, you have to fan and flame the gift of God that's in you through the laying on of hands. Why? Because it crushes fear. He's not giving you a spirit of fear. He's giving you a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. If you put those in a different order and line them up with faith, hope, and love, you actually end up with the three same concepts. Love, love, sound mind, hope, power, faith. is is his three keys to the supernatural. And so when we constantly access these things in our life, constantly access the heart of God, how does this work for me in the prophetic? This is a little prayer the Lord taught me to pray in places where I go. I I prayed it tonight for you guys while I was getting ready. Father, help me to love them the way you love them. Help me to see them the way you see them. Help me to say what you want me to say to them. Love, hope, faith. It's just my way of connecting with the heart of God, intentionally connecting with the heart of God, and then, and then I let my wife sing, and then, and then I'm, I'm just messed up with the heart of God. Right? With that atmosphere, you cannot not connect with the heart of God. But what I believe is that atmosphere was created for something to impart something to us that we can carry. This atmosphere of of what I just read to you in Psalm, it was at sixty three, that I've seen you, I've gazed upon you in the sanctuary. Because of that, I see your power and your manifested glory because your love is better than life. These three remain, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. Love initiates me to go into his sanctuary. Hope allows me to gaze upon him. And faith allows me to access his power and his glory. Okay, how many times can I say it? I'm just saying the same thing over and again. I could have said it in five minutes, but I'm just getting it over and over again to you because these are the things that God wants to give us. So when you wake up tomorrow... God, show me, give me your love. Help me to love people the way you love them today. Help me to see them the way you see them. Help me to say what you want to say to them. Because I believe tonight God is giving us a baptism of love so that we can gaze and have hope. We can gaze into his sanctuary. that we can stop in a moment where it looks crazy around us and just stop and gaze and remember the atmosphere we're in. And then we can access his power and his glory. Are you ready for that? All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up I just felt like there was something on that song we sang about the love of God. It was very celebratory. And I feel like we're supposed to celebrate into this. That We need to, we need to dance into this to celebrate it. It's almost like, I love what Bill Johnson says about Isaiah 54. Sing, O barren woman. You've got to sing before God births what He wants to birth, birth in you. And I believe what we're doing really is we're prophesying a birth to the next, thing, next wave of what God's doing. There's already the seeds planted tonight. He's impregnating us with love and hope. He's going to birth it out in power and glory. And I, I truly believe you're going to see some of the greatest miracles you've ever seen in the next year to 18 months. You're going to see creative miracles across this region. You're going to see crazy manifestations of the glory of God. And if you keep your gaze on His sanctuary and you keep your heart focused toward His love being better than life, you won't have any, power, any problem seeing power and glory, all right? Because it's all about His love being better than life and you being able to see Him in His sanctuary. Hopefully you remember, faith, these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So I really believe God's going to pour out His love. You ready to be, have His love poured out on you? All right, let's just stand and worship, and then we're going to do a corporate uh, act. We're going to pray together and release this over you. Father, I thank you so much. Your love is better than life. Say, so your love is better than life. Say it again. Your love is better than life. Say your love is better than steak. Your love is better than curry. <laughs> your love is better than life. I was going to say your love is better than rugby, but I didn't want to challenge you guys too much. All right. You'll get there because he loves you so much. Let's just take a moment and activate this atmosphere of love so God can just just baptize us there.